we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Your Health is Your Choice, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest is Susan Kerwin. We're going to be talking about that big word, menopause, and how it can have mental illness issues around it, and how it is just so... Uh, brushed over by society is you know it's just menopause who cares well it really if you're going through it you care (laughs) because it can have quite some uh, really kind of tumultuous I would say um, effects on one's life you know menopause is that time in itself is a mental wealth issue when you add the physical struggle such as lack of sleep brain fog weight loss or weight gain, it is time to seriously take a look at the research and the solutions. As she says, adding in the trauma of loss of a real mental wellness issue, the society as a whole is not equipped to deal with. Women need the resources and the emotional support to navigate this chapter in their lives and may take a wonderful time of self-discovery. And she says, as women, we experience various life stages from puberty through to womanhood, our bodies develop and evolve. We become mothers, focus on our careers or juggle both. And with age, hormonal fluctuations uh, occur during this primo menopause, which causes menstrual changes such as shorter, longer or regular cycles. Likewise, 12 consecutive months without a period marks menopause. Hormonal profiles plus psycho- uh, the psychology of the younger and maturing woman differ. We want women to transition comfortably and symptom free as possible at any stage of the menopause. And she said she is 64 years young. Uh, She's had four uh, living children and four wonderful grandchildren. For the past 10 years, she and her husband have been very active in serving the homeless community in her city. Giving back has always been her passion for her. She was taught growing up to to live wherever she was a better place than where she found it. And and she found that to leave this world a better place um, is is uh, sorry i'm repeating myself better than finding it again that includes helping women with their midlife experience better than they are living it and uh, you know she's got this wonderful facebook call called zombie x group which i love but we're going to be talking about uh, menopause and you know i invite people to go back and look at, at her show page all you have to do is put in her name on selfdiscoverymedia.com and i'm going to spell that for you susan s-u-s-a-n kewin q k k sorry get your act together k-e-w-a-n and you'll see her show page but you'll also see there is a wonderful but a menopause rhapsody it's the bohemian rhapsody uh, for menopause it is truly hilarious because folks if we can't laugh at life no matter what it throws at us we're in trouble welcome to the show susan hey glad to be here very glad to be here Great. Menopause. And I went through it 18 years ago and I was lucky. Um, I had friends that went through the sweats that they were drenched at the table, um, you know, and uh, the, I, the hot flushes. I've always had 
a certain amount of hot flushes throughout my life and always had a very bad menstrual cycle until my first born. Then it was easy. And the second born, it went back to being bad again. And, and, And then, you know, when I went through the actual menstrual cycle, it wasn't nearly as bad as, as some of the people around me experienced. And I'm grateful for that. Thank you. But it is not fun. It is, you know, it is sometimes can be quite embarrassing. Um, it's very frustrating. And for some people it can be short and for some people it can be over a long period. Yeah. And one just doesn't know, do we? Nope. It's different as different as each woman is. It, that's as different as their their um, situation is going to be what they're going through in menopause. It's, it's, it's uh, pretty much tailor-made for the individual, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So everyone is totally different. I, I am much like you. I had awful periods. I mean, horrendous until mm-hmm. I had my first child. Mm-hmm. And um, then it was by the third, it was back to kind of being what it was before. Yes. And um, I had a little bit to deal with the hot flashes, but not not much, not what most women have. You know, we lived up north and uh, during the winter, I would just step outside, pull myself off. Yes. What are you doing in minus 10? (laughs) Just cool it off. (laughs) That's what my husband would say. Where are you going? It's 15 degrees outside. Boy off. And the restless legs, that was something. Oh oh my gosh, that's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yes, I still have that, unfortunately, but that's to do with another condition I have. And yes, no, it's not fun. Your legs just want to take off. And, uh, you know, and they have a life of their own. So no, not fun. And, and yeah, the hot flushes aren't fun either, because whether you sweat or not, or just get really, really hot, it is uncomfortable. One it moment is. your temperature is fine, and the next moment, oh, I can't breathe. I'm so hot. And I know. I know. You know I'm, I'm wearing a woolly sweater. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, people don't really tend to understand. I remember my mom watching Love Boat with my mom, right? And she had on her pink fuzzy um, pajamas, and all of a sudden, her bathrobe, and all of a sudden, she would just go, woof, and he gets. <laughs> It gets smacked in the face because she was like, you know, <laughs> poor woman. <laughs> and back then they didn't have the different um, hormonal therapies or whatever. You, you just had to deal with it. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. you know, it's I mean, it's the estrogen kind of imbalance. And, and I know that the there are various things that you can take to kind of because it's really about balance, isn't it? Your hormones are yeah. just yo-yoing mm-hmm. away like crazy and yeah and producing too much of this and not enough of that and it's like it's just kind of calming them down which is really really important mm-hmm. um, to get that equilibrium back in our body but um and you know there's a lot of natural remedies and things like that but it's yeah. really um i feel today as women that we have to do our research and form those conversations with other women and what they've done. So when we go see our doctor, we can educate them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because most doctors, I mean, I feel like I had a a pretty good doctor, but when I was going through all my um, sleeping issues and going to see the doctor and um, they just prescribed me a sedative. 
And this was a woman doctor. And it's just, okay, write you out a sedative. And uh, that is not the direction. There were no questions about what's going on in you. Right. What, what's your menopause like? What, where are you in all that? It was just, oh, you're having trouble sleeping? Here's a prescription, which didn't really work for me. And later on, I found out from a, a naturopathic doctor that sedatives don't allow you to go into a deep, restful sleep. Mm -hmm that you need. Cause I would, I would sleep technically. Um, you know, I'd, I'd have my seven hours, but when I woke up in the morning, I was still exhausted mm -hmm. and I couldn't understand why. And when I finally asked my doctor, um, that's more on the naturopathic side, he said, well, that's why. So mm -hmm. I was so blessed to finally, you know, get some relief from that. But yeah, if you can do natural, by, by all means, do your research, see what works for you. You just have to be much more patient. We're, we're in such a, yeah. you know, grab it to go society that, um, you know, the thought of doing something naturally and have it, having it to take maybe a few months, several mm. months before you really feel the difference. Um, we're so tempted to just take a pill and it's going to solve your problem. Not realizing that that pill might cause other problems. Yes. And, you know, um, medicine is great when it's necessary, but if it can be avoided mm -hmm. by just, you know, diet, exercise, just, I'm not sure we'll get into some of those things, but even just our thought processes mm. have an effect on those hormones you were talking about, which then has an effect on the rest of our body. So there's a lot we can do that um, to kind of counteract what we're going through. Yeah. Most certainly, you know, and, and, you know, as you wrote, you know, at the beginning there about the mental strain, you know, yes, this is going on in our body, but it does have a mental strain because mm -hmm. we don't know what's going on. We can't get a handle on it or it, it, you know, it breaking out in sweats or the hot flashes or just every, everything else that can happen along with it. And, you know, um, not every woman goes through the big sweats most women go through the hot flashes, but you know, yeah. you, there's other things that you go through that um, can happen at the most inopportune times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then you're faced with the embarrassment and uh, uh, you know, the thing is, is to make light of it, make fun of it. You know, it's just metaphors, folks. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Men, I believe <laughs> you get it too, you know, and put fear <laughs> in them because they do go from some sort of change. I'm not quite sure what, nothing like we do, obviously, but. Well, they go know. out and buy a Ferrari. That's what yeah. they do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes. We don't they, get to do that. <laughs> no, the midlife crisis, the blonde in the Ferrari. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't get to do that. Why not? But anyway, uh, um, you know, the thing is, I think if we can take the embarrassment away with it and instead put the support for whether you understand whether you're a woman, a young woman or a man, you know, just be supportive of what the woman's going through. Oh, God, I'm so sorry, folks. What can I do about that? Would you like a nice hose? <laughs> you know? yeah, right. Make light of it, because <laughs> if you can take away the sense of embarrassment or the sense of I'm out of control with my body and help somebody kind of laugh about it or, you know, have some empathy about it. You're already decreasing the stress level. Um, we don't want women who are going through menopause to be stressed, do we? No, we just add that to it. And I would add to that just having that conversation with your family. You know, of course, of course, you want your husband to understand what's going on, but 
Your children. I mean, yeah. by this point in life, your children are probably teenagers or older, but still, what is their response going to be? Maybe you're a little more irritable than mm. normal, right? Um, you're more tired, you're less sociable, whatever. And being able to get your children to understand, you know, this is what I'm going through, you know, and I'm not being grouchy. I'm not being mean. I'm not being unsociable. I'm going through menopause. Yes. You know? So, and I need your support. Yeah, it's not like yeah. menopause here today and gone tomorrow. The word uh -oh. through, through mm -hmm. it, uh, however yeah. long or short it is, you have to go through it. And um, there is no, well, I'm going to do it in a month. No, your body is going to decide what it's going to yeah. do. However, you can help it with the night nutrition, mindset, exercise, mm -hmm. and also support around you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's that's so important. And if you don't get it from your doctor, then find one that does understand, you know, what you're going through. And it's not just a, you know, I found out the other day that the word hysterectomy comes from the word hysterical oh. because women are hysterical and that's how you cure it by giving them a hysterectomy. Uh, so, I mean, this goes back generations, yes. you know, yep. that we have the to women's kinda... hysteria have locked them up in an institute too, right? A yes. Absolutely. Yep. They're just crazy, you mm. know? And uh, yeah, I, I know, you know, like when my mom was having her children and, and after they're going through menopause, it was just here, have a, here's some pills for you. Like my husband was telling me about a, a little blurb from a Mary Tyler Moore show. And um, she was going ballistic. She was all upset because his in-laws were coming, his parents were coming and she was all upset, nervous. She's in those years of menopause. And uh, so her girlfriend takes her aside and says, here, I have some pills to calm you down. That was, that's the way we did it. Right. And uh, unfortunately, like we talked about before the show, um, in the United States, in North America, that's pretty much the way we're still doing yeah. it. I'm so glad to hear that, like the UK, at least the UK, bravo for them. You know, they're they're really um, getting women to understand they've got actual movements going on, um, education. It's phenomenal. And, and hopefully it'll cross the pond yeah. and be here, you know. I've done a few shows on menopause and also, you know, on menstrual cycle because, you know, it isn't a pleasant thing and it happens to all women. You know, this is yeah. part of what we go through. Um, and it is uh, the various techniques that we can use. And again, it's not every technique is going to suit every person. Yeah. So what works for one may not work for the other. But, you know, just as this network is called self-discovery, we've got to discover for ourselves what works for us, which means we do have things like podcasts today. We do yeah. have so much information on the Internet. Yes, be careful what you look mm -hmm. at. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's there's so many support groups on Facebook or this or that, etc., where yeah. you can talk to people about it. And it's like, you know, this show is called your health is your choice. Now, you can't help going through menopause, but it is your choice how you go through it. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yep. And making those decisions make a big difference in how you do go through it. You yeah. know? I love the term biohacking because it's a, the, the broad definition of biohacking is just giving your body what it needs, finding out for yourself 
What does your body need physically, emotionally, spiritually, and going through that process of finding your hacks for what works, whether it's you're still menstruating or menopause or whatever it is, it is our bodies are so individual that mm. we really do need to go through the process of finding out what works for us rather than just, you know, grabbing a prescription and doing that, you know, doing it that way. Um, it makes it makes a big difference in your life. Just I know it's kind of an experiment. You try this for yeah. a while, but, yeah. but you it you're worth it as a woman and your family is worth it. Your health is worth it. So going through that process is definitely well worthwhile. And again, it, you know, whatever the length of the time is, you will get through it. There is life on the other side, yeah. you know, and that's the important thing to know. Um, you know, I was one of those people that whenever I had a menstrual cycle and I started, I think, at 12, uh, mm -hmm. which was considered quite young back then. And I remember literally being doubled up. And I remember one time in my school uniform, I, I was brought up in the UK, um, fainting between two cars, you know, that were parked. And, mm. and uh, you know, people, I heard as I'm coming around, what drugs was she on? And this yeah. is back in the 60s, for Christ's sake, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I am doubled up in pain here, you know, and I really would miss school and, and have, you know, a lot of problems with it until the first one. Second one, and then after that, my periods were much, much better than the second one. Went back to being a little worse, but not as bad. Mm. And then with the third one. Um, was not quite so bad as it used to be, but not as great as it was after the first one. Yeah. yeah. So again, it's like, you can't say, but you know, uh, mum went through this, so I'm going to go through this. Or I, I went through this uh, menstrual cycle, so I'm going to go through that. You just don't know what you're going to be dealt out. But your whole um, persona of being calm, you know, mm -hmm. and not getting hysterical about it, because it's here. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing to apologize about, first and foremost. And yeah. the calmer you are in approaching it, the easier it is going to be to get you through it. Yeah. And it's not just that there's, you know, life at the end of it. There's life during the whole process. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yes. And uh, that's something that women have got to realize, too, that, hey, this is not the end of the world. This is not, you know, waiting until it's all over before you can have your life back. Um, there are things you can do to really, you know, make midlife a, a good time of your life, a good chapter in your life. It just means a different wardrobe, lighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going yeah. to be wearing yeah, summer right? clothes during winter. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and Making you know, those like adjustments. Men, get men's midlife crisis you know generally can be a divorce and taking up with a younger woman and buying that Maserati you talked about you know yeah. and they go through different extremes and I think their their repercussions of the midlife can be a lot longer lasting than, than yeah, ours right true. so yeah you know it's yeah. um and I think again is the support group you know um is so important because when you're around other people that are going through it they're going to share a woman is like this. We're going to share. This works Absolutely. for me. Or I found if I do that, or if I do this, and then you're going to try it on because it's mm -hmm. working for someone else until you find that something that works for you. Then you're going to be an advocate for what works for you with other people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely, that's, that's part of my story. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So what, what kind of suggestions do you have? You know, somebody is, 
you've got menopause. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, what would you suggest that people first and foremost do in that first, this is what you've got? Look, like we had talked about, look into their, their healthy, their lifestyle. Is, is my lifestyle something that is going to help me get through this or is it going to make it more difficult? Um, you know, exercise, diet. Um, and then there's, then there's the things that just, you know, we talked about hormone levels. Well, I have a, a neighbor dog down the road. And um, before I started, before I was able to sleep and go out and get, take a walk, um, since then I've been meeting, greeting this dog and talk about a dose of oxytocin, you know, mm-hmm. she just loves on me. And so there are, there are things you can do. Uh, I know you mentioned in the beginning that um, me and my husband have, you know, we've been working with the homeless that that has been proven scientifically to that, that giving back, getting involved in some kind of community outreach absolutely absolutely helps in so many ways with mental wellness um yes. there's even some talk about the longevity of your life because it just it does give you those good mm-hmm. horm- hormonal secretions the good the good brain brain stuff you need that is affecting the rest of your body so you know i would say educating um and having a mental mindset that this is okay it is it is something that every woman goes through mm-hmm. and it can be gone through with grace and um you know that there's are positive things about it as far as that this is a time in your life when you are a little freer to think about what you want to do with the rest of your life you know i'm 64 and i'm like okay what do i want to be when i grow up you know <laughs> <laughs> the kids are gone yes. um i have you know, we recently retired and I'm like, it's it's actually an interesting time. And you've got all that wisdom behind you. You've yeah. got a lifetime of skills and things we learn, maybe a lifetime of things that, yes, you know, regrets that we wish we could do it all, all over again. That can raise my hand there. But, but in terms of that, we've got a lifetime of experience and wisdom that you could be there for other people. And you could help other people be that thing that makes the world a little bit better. Yes. So um, it's all of those aspects put together, just making sure you get your exercise, you're eating well, you get your sleep. That is so majorly important. And Mm. you learn how to deal with stress. However, whatever you need to do for you to to deal with stress, um, it might just be, sitting and taking some deep breaths, going outside, taking a walk, um, drink, drinking more water, mm. um, or even to, to getting professional counseling. That's fine. If that's, if that's what you need to help you to deal with the stress, then that's the direction that you need to go. Mm. You know, you talked about in, in your uh, forward bit about losing weight and, you know, it is actually more common for people to gain weight. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, again, that is, um, you could be doing the same exercise as you did, you know, prior and, you yeah. know, here the weight is gaining and that's, you know, part of the, the estrogen and everything else being out of whack. And it's like, please be kind to yourself. 
you know, that is number one. Um, this is something that's going on. You know, my daughter um, is pregnant with her second one right now. And of course, she's going through the whole vomiting and nausea and mm -hmm. fatigue and everything else. And we've got to look at she's, you know, her, her little womb is manufacturing a baby. <laughs> you know? yeah. And yeah. it's going mm -hmm. to take everything from mum. You know, as my yeah. doctors used to say to me, you're allergic to pregnancies. Your baby sucked the life out of you. Yeah. <laughs> because I really, you know, I'm one of these people had terrible pregnancies as well. And it, it's, we've got to understand that that's what's happening when we're creating babies. But when our factory, quote to speak, is closing down, it, mm. there's a lot of compartments of it that need to calm down and settle down and realize they're not needed anymore. You know, and part of it yeah. is the, the estrogen in our body. You know, we've mm -hmm. got so much of that in our body that needs to, to kind of diminish and calm down. And um, we've also got to intake a lot more calcium in our body, uh, which is really, really important. And magnesium, vitamin yeah. D with magnesium, they, they work mm -hmm. together very well together. There's so many nutrients that we can take that it's really important that we do talk to a naturopath or somebody that is more on the holistic side of things. Yeah, because they can walk you they're about balancing us, aren't they? They're about, yes. let's bring this down. Let's even that out. Let's, you know, make sure that things aren't going to extreme. You know, the hysterical is mm -hmm. our bodies in hysterics. Yes, know? it's true. And it's we want true. to calm the body down. And yes, we can go for various types of meditation, even watching something funny can yeah. help a great deal. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But we Absolutely. do need those nutritionals, those right nutritionals in our body to help mm -hmm. the body calm down because yeah. the mind will certainly help it. But we really need to put those things in the body that go, okay, come on, let's, let's bring it down a little bit. Let's find a balance. Um, and we've got to yeah. be willing to, as you said, step away from the pharmaceutical. Um, yeah. And think that the doctors have it all. They don't. They're wonderful. Mm -hmm. They're life-saving. But let's understand they've been trained to work in a crisis. They've not been trained in prevention or no. dealing with things that are au natural. Yeah. And when you have a 15-minute appointment. Right. And that's all that. How, what are they? <laughs> um, find a good naturopathic doctor because what they not only will they sit down and talk to you, yes. and they might talk to you for 45 minutes, whatever, it, and really ask those questions that are important, but they'll also test. And that's really important because why yeah. are you, when they test your, your blood, your urine, um, I know my personally, when I got tested, I found out that my cortisol level was shooting up at night. I didn't know that, mm. you know, and, uh, so that is why I was awake at night, all night long, because my cortisol level was shooting up. So when I found a product that had a wonderful thing called ashwagandha in it, which I, that calm, brought down my cortisol levels, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone to a good doctor that was able to do all that testing and talk to me about what I was going through. Yes. Not just you're not sleeping, but how are you not sleeping? Yeah. What is going on that you're not sleeping? Those, those deep questions that um, that's the kind of doctor that you need to find to help you work through all that and get the testing done. And then again, it's a period of experimenting. Yeah. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. 
But it's also no, to know what to, uh, to expect. I'm just going to talk about a few of the things that you, you're going to get. Mood swings, hot flushes, irregular mm -hmm. periods, um, changes in your sleep patterns, uh, loss of breast fullness. You know, this is where the old sag and pits start coming into play. Uh, <laughs> weight gain, uh, dry skin, vaginal dryness, mm -hmm. thinning hair. And, you know, um, uh, you know, this is just some of the facts that are there. And, you know, this is uh, uh, causes and risk factors. This is something very important to understand. This is why people need to understand that menopause is something you need to get through, but also something you need to be aware of. Because mm -hmm. yeah. cardiovascular disease can happen through this stroke, osteoporosis, urinary uh, inconsistency, cancer, diabetes and thyroid issues. And, yeah. you know, that they talk about hormone therapy. Um, vaginal estrogen, antidepressants, and osteoporosis meditation. All of those that I've just mentioned can all be supported naturally. Yes. Um, you don't need to go through the meditation. And um, each country has its own, obviously, different terminologies for the natural products. But again, go to your network of people that you know. You know somebody older than you that's gone through menopause. Mm -hmm. Who did they go to? What did they do? You know, the, the beautiful thing about the picket fence is that we shared things with one another. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. We need to get back to doing that. This is nothing to be embarrassed about or ashamed about. You, you know, this is something that every woman is going to face unless she has had a hysterectomy for a different reason. But yeah. let's be supportive and start talking to one another about who helped, where did they help, what did you do, and also, I think, first and foremost, to be aware that it's not just about the hot flushes and everything else, but other things can happen if you don't pay attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw a, a really funny meme today on Facebook, and it was uh, a bunch of ladies. One lady had the window open, and she, you could tell it was just like that back in the 50s. She's hanging out her window. She's talking to her neighbors, and the... Um, the theme of it was we need to get back to the original windows yeah. of talking to each other. Yeah. And that goes right in line with what you're saying. And now having social media, though, yes. we have so much access to putting it out there and saying, hey, this is what I'm going through. I'm, I'm in three different groups for women over 50. And it's, it's a constant theme. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is what I'm going through. What are you doing about it? Is this normal? And um it, it is such a blessing to just have someone get back to you and say, it's normal. Yes. I'm going through it myself that you don't think you're going crazy or whatever, you know, that for someone to empathize with you, sympathize with you and be able to give you some direction because they've gone through it is that's something that is so available to us now. Yes. Our, it's our, it's our window. That. It's our window. Yeah, it's our well, window. It's our picket fence. Exactly. It yeah, is. exactly. And exactly. you're talking to people from all over the world where certain cultures kind of manage this type of thing better than us, yeah. all right, because of the nutritional herbs that they've traditionally had. Because, yes. you know, let's look at North America, uh, UK. They're not really based in, you know, natural medicine mm -hmm. or plant-based medicine. You right. know, it's, um, you know, we had our meat and potatoes and veg, 
you know, yeah. and, and, but it wasn't to all the other nutrients that, um, that other people have and the spices and the herbs and everything else. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk to other cultures and ask them how they manage things and are willing to open up and try something, we may yeah. just find that solution and that whole picket fence thing of social media can really be the answer for you. Yeah. I mean, we're having a picket fence conversation it's, here. So, exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, in the, in CB oil, CBD oil, um, I'm probably getting that wrong in dyslexia. I always put it in the wrong thing, but it is basically, you know, the you know, the hemp oil, the marijuana oil, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I take them in capsules and for restless legs, because it's not to do with menopause. I still have restless legs to do with my other condition I have. Um, and it's the only thing to help the restless legs. I mean, your legs, you're lying, then your legs are jumping. Oh, you know, yeah. they're doing things like they want to go and do a marathon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I would love to say to them, go, <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they're attached. And so uh, I'm not going to get up and go do a marathon with them. But uh, CBD oil is just wonderful. It's really fantastic. And the, and the benefits of it on so many other things. Mm -hmm. hemp seeds you can buy hemp seeds raw and put them in the fridge and sprinkle them over your food yeah. so good for you um flax seed you know yeah. consonants where we talked about that that um omega free oils and your bees mm -hmm. essential to have uh, and especially when we get to those 50s the magnesium really mm -hmm. important for women but as i said take it yeah. with vitamin d at the same time mm -hmm. specifically at night it does help you sleep, but they work so beautifully together. Yeah, yeah. And then glucosamine in the day, you know, it's, we've got to look at all of these things there and find that balance that our body needs to intake. Turmeric is wonderful, whether you take mm -hmm. it as a pill or have it as a food, because it's an anti-inflammatory and we're yeah. more inclined to inflammation as we get older, mm -hmm. right? So there's so many things that we can start taking. Um, any things you've got to suggest there that we can start applying to our lives well i think you've covered you've covered a lot in fact you've given me some <laughs> some tidbits there but yeah just um even just googling you know yeah. different herbs or whatever finding out what they're good for and then um you do need to be have some caution as to like how much of an herb you're taking yes can your body absorb this or not Yes. You know, is it water soluble? If it is, no problem. You're just going to pee it out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had a doctor once tell me Americans have the most expensive urine in the world. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, but uh, so make sure that it's safe, but find something that is, you know, going to give your body what it needs. Like for me, sleep was a major, major problem for me. So finding something that helped me was absolutely life-changing. And that took years of trying a whole bunch of other things yeah. that didn't work. So, so what do you what do you do now to, to get a good night's sleep? I am taking something called Zleem, and I've got one right here. And uh, these are neat because they're they're snaps and you just snap it, put it in your mouth, hold it. It's nootropics goes right to the brain, which is within, I don't know, 20 minutes, I'm finding myself getting more relaxed. But the interesting thing was when we were talking about my cortisol levels, I, I asked um, 
our doctor, you know, why, what is it about this product that has me sleeping? And he said it was the ash, mostly the ashwagandha, but I had taken ashwagandha in other products and it didn't do me any good. Somehow the formulation, maybe it's because it's a nootropic and it's taken mm. sublingually. And so my cheeks absorb it, the tongue absorbs yes. it. Gets into um, the bloodstream quicker. It's not going through the gut. Because yes. if you don't have a healthy gut and you're yeah. taking supplements, you might not be getting nearly what you can out of it. So that's something to consider too, you know, your gut health and going through this whole menopausal things like, what is your gut health like? Um, which back to going to find a good doctor on to, to help tell you, you know, what you, to determine what your gut health is like, what you could do, what do you need? Um, yeah. And this is why they actually say when you're going through menopause and I recommend it anytime is to drop red meat. Um, yeah. you know, the more vegetables you can have, I'm, I'm a, an 80% plant-based diet uh, with mm -hmm. a, a 20% eggs and things like the cheese now and again. But um, I have found, and I put flaxseed on my porridge every morning, you know, because that's the gut health you need yeah. to keep it consistent and, and regular. And it's a, and having those vegetables, which in themselves have so many nutrients and yeah. please don't boil them to death, you know, yeah. steam them or lightly steam. cook them or stir fry them. Yeah. You know, I love to actually take root vegetables, put them in the oven, a little olive oil and turmeric with black pepper, yeah. always black pepper with turmeric so that it can release the, the benefits of the turmeric. Ah. All right. So always okay. black pepper with it and having those roasted vegetables and it's such good for inflammation and so many memory. You know, absolutely yeah, brilliant yeah. for the memory. Um, mm -hmm. There's so many things that we can do. We get side effects from the menopause that cause other things like inflammation, yeah. right? And so if you can keep your inflammatories down, that is going to calm, you know, everything else mm -hmm. that's going on. But I say drop the meat because of what they add to meat. They oh, add, yeah. you know, the estrogen, they add this, they add that, and it just increases that whole estrogen level in your body, which you don't want in your mm -hmm. body at that time. So it's uh, to try and go through virtually a no meat if you can, or, you know, um, uh, fish now and again, you know, fatty fishes, especially like mackerel and, and uh, you know, fishes that have high fat in them are really, really good for you as well. Yeah. But, plant-based diet you know I know people yeah. think that you know plant-based diet is a lettuce leaf and a tomato but we've come a long way folks yes we have there are some delicious food out there plant-based. it's not just that red meat hurts your body it, it hurts your pocketbook oh, I mean God, it yeah. Is, yeah it is so I quit reading eating red meat years ago um more for that that I didn't want to spend that much money on a piece of meat right um so now it's more for health reasons, but beans and rice, beans and lentils, beans yes. and quinoa, you know, yes. that's uh, Kidney an amazing. beans, baked beans, uh, oh, yeah. chickpeas. Yeah. Uh, and there's so many things you can do with them. So Absolutely. many things. Flavor them different ways. Yeah. Today for lunch, I had a Mexican thing with, with uh, quinoa and uh, red peppers and onion. Mm. And, and it, was, it was absolutely delicious. You know, throw some out fresh avocado and cilantro on top. It was it was delicious, and no meat. <laughs> I have you know? a a show on last week which I highly recommend, and it's about the Matrix. 
M-E-A-T, mm-hmm. Rick, so, you know, and are you going to take the red pill or the green, you know, blue pill? And <laughs> But this guy has dedicated the last uh, 14 years of his life in gathering research on on meat, on the dairy, on, on also the environment of manufacturing beef and meat, because we manufacture um, animal stocks now, folks. We They're not bred nicely in the yeah. fields or killed nicely. I'm sorry. Every time they're killed in a terrifying way, you're eating their terror because it throws up the whole yeah. hormones up and everything. Yeah. So, But he's uh, written this book where it is all absolutely scientific fact and facts that are going on in the world, which I highly you know, recommend um, people do read. And if you come back to selfdiscoverymedia.com and just put in Matrix, the show will come up because it really was extremely enlightening. And, you know, um, I think we have to get more conscious across the board on what we put in our body. Mm-hmm. We've also got to look at the effect of how much um, preservatives are in food. Oh, absolutely. And this is so bad for you as well, you know. And yeah. when you are going through menopause, at any time in your health, you know, you want to optimize it with the most natural and fresh foods mm-hmm. or dry foods that you can go through. Yeah. Um, we have to look at that uh, pre- those preservatives because when you are going through menopause, everything about your body is on screaming alert. And so you can't give it something else that it has to worry about. Yeah. And in the United States, there's so many things that, that we can put in our food that even in Canada, you're not going to find preservatives. No. no. So a general rule of thumb that I was taught several years ago was that you look at the back of the package, if it has more than five ingredients, don't, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, because the first five might be okay, but after that, you're going to have a long list of preservatives and food colorings yes. and things that you don't need. And that doesn't just apply to women going through menopause. I mean, how many children are out there that have, you know, that are suffering from ADDH or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, is going on mm-hmm. because of all the junk that they're eating? And kids are notorious for wanting those fast foods and they get it. And then we wonder why they're not functioning right. Well, it's no different for us at the other end of life, you know, that we're eating eating stuff and wondering like, what is going on with my body? Well, what are you putting in it? You know? Yeah. Um, This stuff is downright scary. Some of the things that they're allowing to be put in food. So yeah. You know, I, I have these uh, couple of articles here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. Uh, one is on ginger, the miracle root. The other one is on lemon. And both of them mm. are just incredible with what they do to our body and how it can help our digestive system, our heart disease, cholesterol levels, uh, inflammation, lemon and how it's a detoxification. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's all of these things that are just like, you know, just incorporated in your food. You know, it's this is the thing. It's that putting it into your diet and then you'll start seeing things in a different way. Um, there was another lovely lady I had on many years ago and, you know, she calls it for four seasons by week. And um, what she does is she had done the week um, after your period, you are the most creative and most adventurous during that time. And then mm-hmm. the next week you, you're, you know, is it's spring, summer, and then fall and winter. And like when you're in the winter, that's when the menstrual cycle is there. That is not the time to go and ask her to go and do something because she's in cocoon mode. And she actually created this poster 
that you could put up on the fridge and put the magnet on to which week you're on. So then people would know actually how to treat you. Right. I so love that. I love that. It's absolutely yeah. wonderful you know, <laughs> uh, for people who want to, to uh, read that, which I highly recommend you do too, is uh, her name is Susan Mathis McQueen. And it's right here. You just put in seasons in four weeks, but it just made so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. And it is, that's the thing is that how we manage our period, we, we can actually pay attention, you know, pay attention to the signs that you're going through week by week with your menopause. Mm-hmm. And then look to your lifestyle. Is it worse on this week or is it better yeah. when you do that? And this is when, you know, your health is your choice. Take some accountability to what's going on in your body and be mm-hmm. kind to yourself. Yeah. Maybe a little journaling. Yeah. Just, just kind of keep a record. Okay. This is what I maybe, you know, this is what I ate. This is how I'm feeling. You know, mm. especially when it comes to comfort foods, you know, mm. we, we, gravitate towards those and then we those are not the best thing mine is mac and cheese I mean and you know or or pancakes if I'm having a really bad day and my husband would come home and see me cooking up eggs and pancakes he'd look at me and say bad day honey (laughs) So, so I have to be aware of that okay I'm I'm going to eat this stuff it might make me feel better for 20 minutes and then after that I'm gonna be like like this and I'm not going to sleep very well Mm. and so just and if you're journaling that and you can see that it's like okay maybe I mean to not have mac and cheese (laughs) find something else you know and I think as we as we um change that around in our diet and our lifestyle we can have healthy foods become a comfort food you know we don't have to I think a lot of our comfort foods come from our growing up like what mom gave yes, us, what, yes. you know, whatever. And they probably are not the healthiest things. No. So it's, it's like rewiring your mind yeah. and, and your gut. But um, healthy things can become comfort foods for us. But we have to work through that process. Right. You can yeah. have uh, chickpea pancakes, by the way. Yes. I'm my, gonna, my daughter I'm gonna... makes those. They're delicious. Really? <laughs> With okay. you know, a beautiful maple syrup, right? Straight mm-hmm. from the tree, no preservatives. Um, yeah. And she uses this, um, I'm not quite sure what it is, but she makes uh, tofu, scrambles it with this particular spice in it, and it tastes mm. like scrambled eggs. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, this yeah. is the thing. It's, it's like there's so much there you know I I'm, I'm go down every two weeks because she lives about an hour and 40 minutes away from me and I, I go down to look after my grandson every two weeks for a couple of days and I'm going to be making Cornish pasties and we're going to be doing vegan uh, pastry which is just done with a different uh, vegan butter uh, which tastes absolutely marvelous <laughs> you, you wouldn't know it's not butter mm-hmm. and it's not margarine it's just something else altogether and uh, I'm doing it with um I don't know if you have it there in the UK, but Eve's ground beef, which tastes just like ground beef, and then just make it up into the old Cornish pasties so that she's got some in the freezer when she comes home from work. But, you know, I've I've cooked for people who didn't realize they were eating vegan food. And it's even your cream sauces, your pancakes, everything. And it's like, this is made from what? We mm-hmm. had Thanksgiving uh, uh, just over a week ago, and, and I posted the picture and I said, you know, this is what a vegan Thanksgiving looks like. And it is 
delicious <laughs> and so many people really because awesome. everybody thinks it's just you know again the lettuce leaf and tomato and there's like there's so yeah. much good food in there and the thing is like the chickpeas it's they're so healthy for you yeah. so you can have your pancakes made out mm. of chickpea right and you're not going to mm. miss that it's still going to be your comfort but it's yeah. the substitution what comfort food do i like and how can mm. I substitute that with something that's a different ingredient so I'm not losing what's my comfort food, but I'm just eating yeah. it in a healthier way? That's true. Yeah. So I can do a healthy macaroni and uh, like yes. and um, vegan cheese. Yes. And I can have my mac and cheese. Exactly. <laughs> Along yeah. with either oat milk, soy milk, you know, um, yeah. I use cashew milk, you know, uh, um, I had a craving for custard yesterday, so it was cashew milk custard, you know, and mm -hmm. the thing is, um, the more you walk away from things, if you did accidentally have it, then you suddenly realize, why is my gut hurt? And you realize yeah. you yeah. were, you know, it was an intolerance that you never knew. Mm -hmm. But now that you are not taking it, and if you accidentally do take it, you go, oh, now I know that was what was yeah. causing that. So yeah really good idea to keep a journal to keep what you ate um what exercise you did um even the the tolerance of people around you because as you mean we talked about irritability you know yeah. i think just growing older as a woman we get to be a little more we're tolerant over people and the suffering they're going through we're more empathetic and more supportive but we're not tolerant of fools very easily as we get older yes and when you're going through no, that, when you're going through menopause, that increases. <laughs> you know, as you're saying that, I was thinking of um, pediatricians sometimes with children. They'll have different smiley faces, yes. you know, a frown or whatever, yes. and that would be a good thing to put on our journey, on our journal. Like yeah, how you feel emotionally today? Yeah. Are you smiling? Are you frowning? Are you angry? Are you sad? Because at all, maybe at some point you'll look and see your frowning ones and realize oh this is what i ate on these days or this is what happened on these days yeah and realize that there's a connection between your emotional well-being and what you ate for that day and who is causing that upside down frown yes. <laughs> that's right and maybe yeah. it might be a good idea not to see them right now uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> pay attention because we're, we're brought up to be so polite and to tolerate people that really do get under our skin. And, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, we, we can wish everybody well, but we don't have to be around them if they're a detriment yeah. to ourselves. It's, even if it's family members, it's okay to say, I'm busy or not at this time, and just take your own journey. And, you know, yeah. they will get on doing their life, and when they realize they can't get under your skin anymore, no, go find somebody else for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay to say, look, I'm dealing with a lot right now. Um, I just can't take anything else on. Yeah, yeah. I've had to do that a few times myself, especially this, you know, this past year has been, okay, I just can't take that phone call. I can't answer that text. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll get to it when I feel I can, you know, but we need to do that for ourselves. It doesn't do the other person any good if you're grouchy, you know, you know yeah. what, when you're talking to them, that's not going to help the situation either. No. So, yeah. Now, how would you suggest 
we sit the husband, we sit the kids down, maybe separately, and say, look, I don't know what I'm about to go through, but it started. This is mm -hmm. what I need from you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wish I would have known to do that, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> because my poor children probably had no idea. And I had a really, other than the sleeping, I did have a, a pretty much breathe through. I mean, the restless leg syndrome got me kicked out of our bed because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to keep my husband. You know, you lie there and you're like, okay, if I kick again, I'm going to wake him up. I'm going to wake him up. I wound up sleeping on the couch for seven years. Because, wow. No, yeah. no. Now, for, fortunately, I'm four foot eight. I'm a hundred and something pounds. So sleeping on a couch, I, my husband felt so bad for me. It's like, I'm really not that uncomfortable, you know, far less uncomfortable than I would be if I had it on my mind all night long that I'm going to keep you up, you right. know? But um, so back to our question. Um, you know, how do you talk do, to the kids as well? Yeah. And you explain yeah. it to them because this is something natural, but it also gives it them permission. If it's a girl, it gives them permission mm -hmm. to be able to talk about things. If it's a guy, it gives him permission to understand what a girl is going through because one day he may marry or yeah. have a girlfriend that's going through a bad menstrual cycle or mother's going through menopause, you know, and I think this whole thing about, no, no let's not talk to the guys about it. It's, you know, it's too yeah. embarrassing for them. Uh-uh. Everybody yeah. gets to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, because you're all going through it together. Yes. In essence, right? You're a family, whoever, whoever you affect. I mean, um, even in the workplace, mm. it, it would be a very good idea to have some education there um, so that employers understand that, hey, you know, this, whether it's whether it's a period, whether you're, you know they have female employees that are in that winter <laughs> that yes. you talked about, you know, or going through menopause to be supportive and to provide some support for them, you know, um, and those snide think, remarks. Oh, no it must be that remarks. time of month. Oh God, oh, she's yeah. going through the change. We or don't need those snide remarks. Thank no, you very much from anybody. Or, are the most crudest I've heard is, oh, she must be on the rag. It's like, mm. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, you know? that is, I, well, yeah. that explains what's going on with me. But what explains going on with you? Yeah, really. <laughs> really. <laughs> um, it is the truth. I agree with you in the workforce that needs to be in education. Um, it, it not only benefits people in the workforce, but it also empowers them when they go home and they have more empathy for what's going on in the home front, right? They have Absolutely. more understanding and they have mm -hmm. more compassion. A lot of the time, it's not that people don't care. They just don't know what to say or what to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then if, as a woman, you've had that support in your workplace, you're taking that home with you. Yeah. If rather than taking, you know, anger home yeah. with you or your upset because your boss just didn't understand or whatever you know you can you don't have to drag that into your home situation because you've had some a little bit of empathy at the workplace that you come home a much happier person to your family if a woman has a sickness god forbid cancer or anything else mm -hmm. everybody's out there how can i help yeah. right 
But when it comes to something like menopause, yes, because it goes, well, cancer can go on for a long time as well, but it's just people don't know what to say or, or mm-hmm. how to support it. And I think even with cancer, gone are the days where, well, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not even going to call them. You know, we don't yeah. want that crap. Thank you very much. You know, it's like, yeah. yes, you're uncomfortable. Guess what? So am I. Mm-hmm. All right. Come with your uncomfortability and even say, look, I have no idea what I can do for you. Right. But I'm here for you. You tell me what yeah. you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you and even if you don't get that response, do something. Yes. Uh, you know, just do the simplest things like, you know, send a meal over or yeah. if you're not local, send some flowers, a yeah. card, something that lets them know, hey, I have no idea what you're going through, yeah. but I'm here to go through it with you. That, yeah, you know. And I mean it when I say I'm a phone call away or a message away yeah. or pick a fence away. If you just want to need to rat and rave, I won't take it personally, yeah. you know, because sometimes a person yeah. going through something just needs to, ah! and if they've got Absolutely. somebody they can do that to that knows that it's not them, it's just that person releasing their valve and then a good hug afterwards, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. that in itself is so healing. It is just just feeling that you have someone in your life that you can do that with. Yeah. That you can be vulnerable with, that you can let it all out. And um, you know, you know they're not gonna take it personally and it's not gonna affect your relationship. They're gonna love you no matter what. Um, that that's worth everything, especially when you're going through a crisis. And menopause can really be a crisis for some yeah. women. Yes. Um, it, it really can be a very a time of um, not just all the physical stuff that's going on, but all the emotional stuff yeah. that's going on that they having that support is really, really important. Taking away embarrassment or taking in a way, um, feeling guilty about it, taking away, I've got to hide this from everyone taking all of that away and it all, all together is already an enormous burden off everyone's shoulders off the woman's shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. And then it frees up for conversations. Yes. Cause now I've, I've let it out. Now you're going to understand a little bit more. I can feel free now to yep. let you know what I'm going through, what it is that I need. You know, sometimes you just need, if, if you're a married woman, you just need to be left alone for a little bit. Right. Be quiet, read your book, whatever, and have a husband that's supportive enough to say, okay, I'm taking care of whatever needs to be done here. So you can have your quiet time and, you know, without the, oh, it's that time of the month or what, yeah. whatever, <laughs> I'll leave you alone. You know, um, you don't need that attitude, but a very supportive, you know, I'm very blessed to have a husband that has been always been very supportive like that. I mean, we joke around about it. Um, yes. You've got to hang- do that. You've got to have yeah. humor. Yeah. I mean, I have my times and I get hangry, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, he knows, feed the wife. Let's just feed the wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I can become quite nasty. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, if, if I'm really hungry and my blood sugar is dropping, so just get something into me and I'll be okay. And he understands that. Mm-hmm. But that's really important, whether, you know, it's 
what you're going through through menopause, emotionally, physically, just to have someone that can deal with the craziness because it, it it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's it's like a roller coaster ride, and uh, to have someone there that you know is gonna support you is really important. And it'll help you get through it, like you didn't imagine that you could. If right. Standing here now. And um, just to believe that having someone to support you can make the journey so much easier and enjoyable. Um, You know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, midlife is not the end of life. No, no. It is. It's a new chapter. It's a new chapter in life, It's a new chapter. And, you know, there's so many beautiful things about it because like we discussed before, the, the wisdom that you have, the understanding mm. that you have that um, that you didn't have before, the experience, a mm. whole lifetime of experience. Now you've got it. So what are you gonna do with it? Find some opportunities to, to utilize that. And you know that goes into you know, helping your mental wellness so much if you are um, able to volunteer somewhere yes um expend some energy like that um i was just reading a study in fact i did a little blog on it about the the benefits of just volunteering how much that helps it actually it actually has seen that it's um been given more longevity to people's lives because of the good that it does emotionally and physically and it just gets you more mentally active, gets you more physically active. So you're in a period of time where maybe you have that more freedom that you don't didn't have before. You don't have little children around. Maybe they're in college. Maybe they're out and they're married. And um, maybe you're at the point of retirement. Or if you're not, you're still working. Find something, yes, you know, that you can contribute to. That that is your passion, you know, that you really have a heart for. Um, that you could put a few hours, even if it's just a few hours a week into, um, and it might just be making phone calls. Yeah. You know, connecting with people on a real heart to heart level. It does. I know when, when we have been working with the, the homeless, we'll come back and I feel like I have gotten so much more than what I've given. Yes. You know, that's, it's a, just, that's a really positive energy exchange. It does. So this true you know? currency of life, really. It, it is. It is. You talk about oxytocin, you yeah. know. Yes. You are, you know, giving someone a hug or mm. just feeling like I contributed to somebody's life does so much good for you that that will be something I would highly recommend to um, to women that are going through this transition that they put themselves into that. Yeah. In some way or form. Yeah. I mean, there's so many women I've interviewed that, you know, through their change of life have literally changed their lives and, you know, walked away from everything that they had before and are doing something that really is meaningful to them, where they really feel it's a meaningful purpose and that Mm -hmm. they have really become contributors. We're all here to contribute. Every single one of us, this is this is called Grant here on Earth. It's to contribute and give back to society. And you may never know the results that you had, but the sheer joy of giving and doing for others is Mm -hmm. so energizing and so uplifting. It 
it just falls back on you and magnifies and even more. It's just wonderful. It does. It does. A little bit that you give, it's like you get back a hundredfold. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just amazing how that works. Uh, yes. But it's true. That's how it works. Because it's, that's how it's meant to work. That's, we are energy creatures that need each other. And the more that we're there to help and support one another, the more mm. we're actually raising that frequency, that energy of possibilities that creates yeah. those opportunities of healing and, and growth for people. So, you yeah. know, it's how many times have people said that um, I was about to go and commit suicide, but somebody stopped and said hello to me and formed a conversation oh, and, yeah. and it changed and you never know. You know, we walk around today where you see the kids are just heads down in their phone and not communicating oh, with one another. And it's, it's, you don't understand the connection of actually being there talking to someone. And whether it's through this way of having a heart to heart or a nice in-depth conversation or whether it's physically. It's, of course, physical is wonderful when you put your arms around someone. Mm -hmm. but you have no idea that when you put your arm around someone of what it could mean to them. It literally could be life and death. But also yeah. putting your arm around someone and giving them a loving hug, two energies meet, you feed each mm -hmm. other, and you've just mm -hmm. as, you've been just as much hugged as the hug that you're giving. Yeah, and that can even be through animals. Your pets oh, yes. can give you that can give you that feeling. You know, um, your grandchildren <laughs> and grandchildren. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, I had an experience similar to that you were talking about uh, suicide, but we had, we serve a birthday cake when we're out on every other Saturday and we serve a meal and there's a, a cake that gets donated from a specialty bakery. And we would sing happy birthday to whoever was having their birthday. Well, one particular time it was just before Christmas and we gave this one, this one man a piece of birthday cake and it meant that piece of birthday cake and having us sing happy birthday to him. He was going to commit suicide. Yeah. He was at that. He was so distraught. Yeah. But it meant that little thing. Someone so you cared. never know. Someone yeah, cared. Yes. What if you're in the grocery store and you exactly. just make a nice comment to the yeah. cashier? My husband is amazing at that. He puts me to shame because personally, I go grocery shopping. I want in and out. But he will chat up the cashier, ask them about their name. Oh, that's a pretty name. Do you know what it means or whatever? But they got a smile on their yeah. face from the two minutes that they interacted with him. They feel and, seen. Uh, they feel heard. They feel, they feel appreciated. Yeah. Isn't that what exactly. we all want to feel? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And then him and him in turn gets that good vibration yes. of knowing that I made this person smile. Exactly. You know? Paying it forward. And, yeah. Yeah. And that cashier, who knows what that cashier is going to do? with the next per, you know, because yeah. it's like a ripples, yes. that ripple effect of uh, I'm having a good effect on you. Who are you going to have a good effect on? Who are they going to have an effect on? And, you know, being nice and being kind to one another, being attentive enough to listen or care or just see someone, whether it's briefly or whether it's for a period of time, this is what it's all about. And, you know, yeah. whether someone is going through menopause or going through anything in life, when we show up, and we pay attention and we show, I'm here. I am present with you in this moment. This yeah. moment, you have my time. I see you. I hear you. It is nectar to that person. It is. 
and we、yes. need to do more of it because we would be so much more of a healing society if we got back to that village caringness, where the village is only as strong as everyone in it, right? And if we got back to that village mentality of being there to support one another, then we would actually see a far better world. But、oh, the, yeah. what we're seeing is division. And if people can't even talk about the natural thing, like when a woman is pregnant and she's got morning sickness, you know, people expect that. Oh, sorry, are you feeling okay? I hope you didn't throw up. You're feeling nauseous. Here's a cracker. But if、mm-hmm. she's going through menopause, I don't want to know about that. Or she's going through、yeah. a menstrual cycle, I don't want to know about that. No, the person doesn't need to lay out every single thing. There are people、mm-hmm. that overshare, but at the same time, go. I'm sorry, folks. I'm just going to have to stretch for a moment. Oh, can you do it here? You know, make fun of it, make light of it. You know, it is like let's support that person, whether it's through humor or whether it's through I understand that. Or can I do anything? Or can I take something over for you while you just go and cool down, or、yeah. go and do this and that? Let's get back to the village mentality where we're there to support one another. Absolutely,、uh, that would make a world of difference. You know, you wouldn't have children like you said, just looking. So lost, yes. You know,、um, yeah. It's just sad the world that we're creating because we're not we're not doing that, right? Having that connections with each other, yeah. Now you've got a,、um, you don't have a site, but you have、um, a couple of Facebooks and an Instagram. Your Instagram、mm-hmm. is the Sleep Girl, Susan the Sleep Girl, and then you've got the Zombie X Group, which is also to do with sleep, and you also have your Facebook, Susan dot.、Mm-hmm. Um, Kewin, a Q. I always want to say Q because you have to pronounce it that way. K E W I N. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.、Mm-hmm. Five.、Um, <laughs> and on、uh, each one of these groups is kind of supporting in a different way. For you, you have found, you know, the a good night's sleep, which is true. A good night's sleep is so rejuvenated when people get into the deep retinas sleep. It is so、mm-hmm. healing.、Um, it can take care of a lot. The body is amazing at healing itself if we give it the right、yeah. nutrition, exercise, sleep, and Lack of stress;、um, mm. those things can help a lot. So, describe what each、uh, each Facebook or Instagram does. Well, my Instagram,、uh, you see the link on, and on my Facebook too, where you can see all the the products and、um, just get an idea of what it's all about. But Zombiax is a page that I created for women, and, and oddly enough, I have a couple of men on there too that have. That are struggling with sleep issues,、mm-hmm. and it's just a page to get some support, some information,、um, not just about the product、uh, Zleem, which is amazing, but just all around, you know, lifestyle、um, habits that you know that you're going to sleep hygiene.、Mm-hmm. You know, what is sleep hygiene?、Um, because I can, I can, you can purchase this. And eat your pizza at eight o'clock at night, and go to bed with your cell phone in your bed or whatever,、yeah. and that's not going to help. No, no. <laughs> no. It is a it is a a、um, a life cycle. You know, just、mm. your whole from the time you get up in the morning. How you get up in the morning is how you're going to sleep at night.、Yeah. How you sleep at night is going to be how you spend the rest of the the next day. So, and to understand. The integratedness of that—that's、um, what Zombiax is is about.、Um, there's also more information on my my Facebook page,、um, and my Instagram page is pretty much, you know, talking about 
the need for sleep. Um, I've lately really been focusing on uh, EMF protection, which is what this little beauty is <laughs> mm -hmm. to um, protect yeah. us from, because that definitely has effects on our sleep, on our well-being. Um, I just was studying, somebody wanted to know that is uh, in the uh, ADH, ADDH community and wanting to know, does EMFs affect that? So sure enough, she wanted some, some documentation behind it. There's a whole slew of research. So what does um, EMF stand for? Electromagnetic frequencies mm. that are coming from everything. Your Absolutely computer, everything. Your yes. modem, your phone, 5Gs. Mm. And we I could not believe uh, that I heard that it's a quadrillion more in the past 10 years yeah. than it was like 10 years ago. I know. And that's only it's gonna only gonna be on up. the increase. Yeah, exactly. It's only gonna be on the increase. And yeah. the effects are they're even um, putting it in the carcinogenic realm. Yes. That it can cause cancer. So it's something to be really serious about. And in the realm of sleep and how we're going through issues like menopause, that's a factor to consider. I mean, I know I'm doing much better, just mm. feeling more grounded and not getting the Zoom fatigue that I was. So right. um, that grounding is really amazing um you have the feeling like you're walking on the beach the sand in the beach you're just much more calm able to focus and you know when you're going through the whole menopausal <laughs> yes having a sense of being grounded is really good <laughs> exactly really, yeah really so you don't feel you're flapping in the wind i mean you know our serotonin goes down during our menopause and the yeah. serotonin really is, is what's going to help you sleep. It's what is what's going to help the body rebuild. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's also really essential to the whole equilibrium of your body. And so if you're mm -hmm. missing that serotonin, then you're not going to have the good sleep. Your body's not going to be able to rejuvenate. It's not going to be able to go through this change in an yeah. even keel. So it's really mm -hmm. essential that we look at what helps us sleep, what keeps our equilibrium, what keeps our mind busy so we're not focusing on just the menopause. Um, the giving yeah. back, the paying mm -hmm. it forward, all of that is such, again, an energizer. Uh, yes. so fulfilling on every cellular level and mm. as you said these apparatuses that we have around you know the tv the this and that it's setting off things it's very hard to yeah. actually avoid so if there's things that we can do that can absorb the magnetics um that yeah. it's not penetrating our body uh, mm. because it is affecting us just like the foods we've been eating in the last 30, 40 years with all the preservatives oh, yeah. and the chemicals has changed the chemistry in our bodies, changed our minds. Um, what they are feeding animals that we then eat, I think a great deal of the anger and a great deal oh, of yeah. the uh, mental health problems and clearly physical health problems is coming from all those additives that go into everything. And our body is meant to have pure, natural, simple, and not all this other bombardment so the more we're aware yeah. the more we can care about our own health i totally agree you know you hear these cases of road rage or yeah. just just the violence and and kids taking guns on? and just going to obliterate i mean uh, they, uh, they talked why? about in america yeah. i think they've already they've had something like was it 35 or 40 mass shootings this year and oh, that's and, that's and, the killing of five or more uh, and and you know then then as a parent as a grandparent thinking that 
Are my children going to come home yeah. alive at the end of the yeah. day? What does that do to you? You know, my, my daughter just... and I were at a playground the other day with my grandson who's 18 months old and she's pregnant and they're playing. There's a, a schoolyard just over there. And we started hearing people screaming at each other. And she said, should we go? Because just the, just a couple of weeks ago, a young couple were at a playground uh, just walking by and two teenagers came and stabbed the guy to death. And it's and we're seeing teenagers being the main killers here. And and mm -hmm. it's like we've got to look at the environment they're growing up in. We've got to look at the foods. We've got to look at, you know, I've got a whole thing about investing in our children, the Forgotten Children series. And if we don't take care of our children, that means taking care of you as the parent so you can take care of the children. Right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We're going to keep having this more and more violent society out there. So although we're talking about menopause, we're talking about our whole health, our whole well-beingness, and that uh, yeah. it, we've, we've really got to, you know, our health is our choice, our well-being is our choice, and mm -hmm. it's, it's also our responsibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you're handing it down to the next generation and, and yeah, that's quite a responsibility, especially when we see what is going on in our society. Yeah. Uh, you and I, we don't want, we don't want that for our grandchildren. No. You know, what can we do that? Fortunately, my, my daughter is very health conscious, very aware of what she's feeding her children. So I'm very blessed with that because they're growing up very happy, very healthy, um, but a lot of the majority of children aren't. Yeah, and, and they're in very stressful situations at home. And this COVID thing has been yeah. horrendous. It's just been really, really horrendous on the children as well as the adults. And that, that's something we need to recover from emotionally too. Exactly. You and we're, we're about to, everywhere in the world is about to go through a recession, which is going to put more strain on it. Of course, in Europe, mm -hmm. you've got the whole Putin thing. And I know that, you know, uh, the cost of fuel is, is uh, going up. So heating is tripled. And, you know, my brother and sister have just both had major operations and they won't put the heat on, you know, because oh. they, it's being tripled in price. They're seniors, right? And I sent mm -hmm. them some snugglies, you know, poncho snugglies to keep them yeah, warm. You yeah. know? And, oh. and it's like, you know, everybody's going through this, folks. So instead of taking out the pitchforks and blame, 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 you know, the three yeah. fingers pointing at you, well, how are you going to be a part of the solution? And exactly. that means being there for your neighbors, being there for your relatives, being there for your children, being there for each other. Yes. And got to be there for yourself first. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like in the airplane, you got to mm -hmm. put your oxygen mask on yeah. first before you help the person next to you. So it is real. And as women, we tend to not do that. No, 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 no. You know, everybody see, around everyone, us. Uh, uh, it doesn't help. It doesn't help if we're it, down. It, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It puts a lot of strain on everyone else. So, so it's not selfish. <laughs> no, it must. It's it's absolutely self love. And the more it we is. love ourselves in 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 a healthy, holistic way, the more abundant we can be. The more energy we can share. And the more love get, gets out there. So yeah. yes, please owe it to yourself. Right. So that means absolutely. if you're going through menopause. Know everything there is to know. Sit down with your family and say, I don't know how I'm going, you know, what I'm going to be like going through this. Uh, if I snap, don't, don't take it personally. If I suddenly strip, don't get embarrassed, you know. Uh, you know yes, we can laugh at it, but be careful how much fun you take out on me. You know, is it mm -hmm. is, you know, where's the line? And and let people know around you, look, 
um, I've hit the menopause train and uh, anybody got any tips and lighten it yeah. up. Yeah. Don't make it a stigma, lighten it up, share, care, and let's get everybody through this. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy the ride Enjoy as much ride. as you can. <laughs> exactly. So again, your um, your Facebook and your um, uh, Instagram links are? My Facebook is Susan Kewen. Instagram is The Sleep Girl. And then there's Zombie Acts on Facebook. Right. And, and Zombie Acts is a private group, right? Yes. Yes. So you can just go to Zombie Acts and hit the invitation button. I ask two questions, just, you know, one of them is, how long have you been suffering from sleep issues? Because that is something that I would like to discuss. Um, I will. I am offering a free 30-minute sleep consultation to anyone that's on this podcast that would like that, to just go through some of the things that we discussed. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? You know, what is your day like? How can we alter that? Talk about your mental wellness, your mental well-being, um, and how we can, your diet, your exercise, the whole shebang, and see if we can't help you get your sleep. Yeah. Because yeah. when the sleep is good, everything else is manageable. Yeah. And when it's not, let me tell you. Um, I know. I, I suffer from I, that myself. So, yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I named the group Zombie Act. I mean, as funny as it sounds. Yeah. But that's what my life was like for 15 yeah. years, just yeah. barely functioning, had no, didn't want a social life, didn't want to, you know, um, borderline depression, you know, because you're just barely making it. There Waking day, up tired. You know? It's not a fun oh, feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And going to sleep at eight o'clock at night and wondering, I'm not going to sleep anyway. So what am I doing in bed? Right. And just thinking about that first cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's the way my life was. So yeah. not fun. No, so when I not. finally found something that allowed me to sleep, it was like, yes. And it really became a, when I started digging into some of the research and realized how prevalent this is among mm. women, 70% of women going through midlife are not, are not sleeping. And, I, and I'm really coming to the conclusion that it's just become like it was for me. That's just life. Yes. You know, you, that's the status quo. This is it. This is, if you would have asked me a year ago to describe myself, I would have said I'm a low energy person. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt, you know. Um, what, just thinking, well, that's, that's just who Susan is. She's a low energy person. Um, and not even connecting it with, okay, what would happen if you got the sleep that you need? Yeah. Um, so it was, to me, it was not, it was life-changing to yeah. be able to find Gave you life back. It did. Absolutely. In every way. And, and that is something that I want to share with other women because having gone through what I've gone through coming through the other end, it's like, there's hope. Yeah. I, I don't want any woman thinking that like I did this is just a status quo. This is where I am. I have to deal with it because you don't. No, there's always a yeah. solution, folks. To yeah. every problem, there's always a solution. And that's the reason why mm-hmm. we do these shows. And that's the reason why you've got your groups is so that we can share and talk about it and find that solution. And sleep is really the number one. If, you know, every single yeah. illness, if there's no sleep, the healing takes longer. So oh, sleep yeah. is really important. Thank and you they're so- saying... Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. They, they're just mental wellness, mental illness has been most men- cases of mental illness can be traced back to a lack of sleep. Yeah. This is coming from psychiatrists. So nope, it's, I'm, I'm one of those people that live that. I am. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I will testify yeah. to that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't help anything. You know, good night's sleep. My God, your feeder can take on the world. A bad night's sleep and continue bad night's sleep. It's just like yeah. you feel that there's a chain around you dragging you along all the, you know, yeah. all the time. And you so, lose yeah. and you lose cognitive ability. Yes. That's it's just yeah. yeah. It's it's a no win. But um, having a good night's sleep and knowing how to have a good night's sleep and how to share menopause and how to get through it, uh, they can reach out to you on your Facebook on the Zombie X, the private group, uh, Susan um, Kewin, K-E-W-I-N dot five on Facebook and also Susan the Sleep Girl on Instagram. And just, mm-hmm. you know, go and start the conversation, folks, because you know you may even know a friend going through it and you're not yet uh, you know and the more that you know how to help them go through it or for when it's your turn you know it is uh, if you're a woman very few of us escape it you know if you have the hysterectomy <laughs> maybe but um you know you don't go over and have a hysterectomy to avoid menopause you know yeah. <laughs> that has yeah. its own side effects so mm-hmm. um you know you're going to get through you're going to go through this you're going to get through this and do it with support and with the right knowledge and a good night's sleep so thank you so yes. much susan for sharing with us today you are so welcome it was a pleasure Mm-hmm. And folks, remember, good night's sleep. She's got some tips. She's got some tools. She knows yeah. what it's like. Reach out to her, please. Because yes. without a good night's sleep, and that, you know, not whether you're going for menopause or not, whether you're a woman or a man, anybody, we all need a good night's sleep. That's Absolutely. how we function better. So Absolutely. until next time, folks, I wish you a good night's sleep. Bye for now. Bye-bye. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You'll see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.